how's everybody doing today? This is a beautiful Thursday. <laughs> you have to think about that, huh? Yeah. So finally, uh, after we've done our introduction two weeks ago, this is our first, let's say, real podcast. And we will be talking about four parts of real health. So, is that real health meaning? Real health. For the unhealthy, or just for people. No. In general? Well, people think that um, if you're you're not sick and if you're not taking medicine and if you're just going about your business, you are healthy. So I always have an uh, example. Can I can I tell you what it is? Okay. So let's say I'm you. Sure they want to know about I know. I know. So let's say a chaos happens, something happened that you have to leave your house and um, you, you had to go, you couldn't take anything. So can you live for a few days without medication? That's number one. Number two is can you not eat for a day or two and still be able to function without saying, oh my God, my blood pressure is low, oh my God. Uh, my sugar is low. Oh my God, I have a migraine. Oh my God, I can't function. Oh my God, I'm shaking. So you don't have any health issues without the food. Uh, can you survive emotionally? Can you handle emotionally? And can you be active? Meaning, can you run? Can you climb? Even though you haven't eaten anything and um, you are outside and it's like almost the survival of the fittest. Yeah, yeah. So that I would consider real health, so being those are, able those are to. Four no, no. I mean, this this is just a real health. No. Okay. Before you get to the real health, the four. One, four number one. Number one is actually clean eating. Clean eating. Number two is a quality and right time of sleep. And number three, it's your. Exercise, which is done on the right time and the correct plan. And number four. Of course, emotional well-being. Yeah, exactly. Hey, for those who are watching us, we're just filming. Uh, we're trying this. So we're not going to be able to answer your questions or whatever. However, uh, if they're there at the end of the podcast, we'll try to get back to you. Okay? So what you see is the, the actual thing that we're doing. However... It's a podcast, so it's a podcast. We have, usually we won't have a camera, but I, I just thought it'd be something different. So, okay. All right. So okay. So um, what do you think about what I've just said? What did you say? No. Okay. <laughs> That's well-being, you guys. That's That's you the know. emotional well-being. Um, uh, you were I, actually. I want to expound upon something that you said before. Uh, you said that. Um, some people they they think because they're healthy, without those four legs, uh, either one of those things missing, uh, you're in, you're going to eventually fall prey to the medical world. You're going to fall prey to all kind of uh, just like there's get rich quick things. You know, oh, yeah. take a pill. Like I had somebody tell me about they wanted to get the freeze the fat off. Well. I don't even know where that comes. <laughs> yeah, from. well, they, that's popular. Come but, on, that's popular. But uh, she said the, the the lady asked me, should I cancel my appointment? And I said, yes, cancel it. Um, now, no knock against anybody wanting to try stuff, but what what Karen just said, the one thing that's important is that when you 
are well, it doesn't mean that you're well. Right. You're um, just surviving. Right. Because the illness, by the time they discover it, what is it, five, ten years, already it's, been active? Uh, yeah. If you're looking for cancer, for example, it's at least five years. Autoimmune disease, it takes years to build and ruin your gut flora and leaky gut and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. So it just depends. And even, even as you know, um, you know, like... Uh, Injuries. Injuries yeah. doesn't just happen. Oh, I was reaching somewhere and then, oh my God, my back yeah. gave out. But yeah. that's was just coming already, right? Yeah. Usually people, uh, people that do, here's how sensitive it is. If you're doing an exercise that's not mechanically, uh, does, that does not mechanically fit the body's normal mechanics, you're already headed for an injury, even though it has not manifested in something right. that will debilitate you. Yeah, so what what it is is like, um, so this four parts, it's like a table. Uh, the table has four legs, and then if one is shorter than the other one, it starts wobbling. But two short legs, and then it's really going to wobble, and then you put something on the table, and it's going to kind of slide, so it means the table is not doing its job. It's not performing what it's supposed to do. Right. But those, Can I say something else sure, before you go into sure. that? But that's a great analogy. Isn't it? But here's yeah. the thing. Though. Here's the thing. Though. <laughs> with, with the, from where I come from back in the day, <laughs> if one take, if one leg was short, you put like a, a deck of cards or something underneath there or something you find yeah. outside. Wait a minute. If one leg was missing, I mean, you got three legs. I mean, it'll still serve its purpose. I, mean, I know it's funny, but I said that to say that we can always fix things that don't work, but that doesn't mean they're right. Right. It's like yeah. one leg is shorter. Take a pill. One leg is shorter. <laughs> well, it worked for me. You know, I, I didn't have the well, it's, you know, it's like yeah. yeah. But the, the thing is, so, so if we're talking about clean eating yeah. and uh, good sleep, quality sleep, the time is very important in the deep sleep. And the exercise, but the right routine, so it's more more complicated than just oh I, I go walking, and then uh, stress your emotional well being. This is actually a a life change. This is uh, a lifestyle. So it means it's first of all it's not a quick fix. Uh, it takes time, and the second of all it means there's no end to it. Meaning oh you know. I just do it for two weeks and then it's done. Right. So automatically, it is hard to do. Uh, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And it's extremely hard now because everybody wants it now. I mean, it's just crazy. It's like I tell people, you go to a college, first, first year, second year, third year you go to college you don't just graduate like two weeks later right. you have to go through and right. it's not even guaranteed you're going to graduate if you don't do the work why health should be different than that can, can uh, for our, our listeners out there and, and for those who are watching um we may not be having you watch all the time but if you like it just let us know and we'll make arrangements to have that happen for you on a regular basis because we really are concerned with what you think uh, however, can we do uh, go through like the first one was what? Clean eating. Okay. <coughs> but I am. I, 
was that too sexy? <laughs> but <laughs> no, that was the grits I just ate. <laughs> but I'm almost almost about to say that clean eating and the quality of sleep, it's almost it's just the same level. I'm almost tempted to say, almost tempted to say that even the sleep part is so much more important, almost, but they're kind of equal. But clean eating, let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go with clean eating. Yeah, because even the rest part, uh, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, you'll see. We'll be doing a um, uh, interview tomorrow. Uh, probably, I think it's Facebook and Instagram with a, a gentleman uh, that we're going to discuss involving sleep and the importance okay. of sleep. But uh, the clean eating part, um, the clean eating part is so deceptive because we have people who are assuming they're eating clean. Well, here is how you know you're eating clean. Take your clothes off and look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're eating clean, you're going to look great. So that is the best truth that I can give you. Don't make excuses for it. Don't say you're eating clean and you have a problem with your belly or you have a problem with your health or whatever the case might be. Do you know at the time to recover, just just to recover from anything you're going through, you have to immediately stop everything you've done that was bad. And then it takes approximately seven months for the body to even think about a new way of life. That means everything begins here, but you cannot. Say you're eating clean and you're looking dirty. Yeah, okay, I was thinking of something else, but, uh, I think I think podcasts we can we can say crazy stuff. But but the, the can we say crazy stuff on podcast? Yeah, well I no you, we should it's clean podcast. We just gotta get it's clean, clean but, podcast, but, but uh, know, we don't even say anything but, bad. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> some know, people the funniest. Yeah, we thing. say oh. if you don't eat clean, you're dirty. But, you're dirty. You know, but. but Go ahead. Go, well, I know you want to get it. I have to get it. I see it. There is right a misconception there. also. People say, but I'm eating clean. And they are eating clean. They're eating like the, the real food, whatever. But there's another part to the clean eating. It's doing it correctly, meaning the balance. Because the body has a time clock. Right. The balance, the protein, carbohydrate, and the fat, how you put that together right. in a week menu because people go oh well i'm eating eggs and then i'm eating fish and some vegetables mm -hmm. and i go okay and what else well this is it i eat this every day but you can't do that so clean eating can be harmful eventually if you do not balance it out yeah and let's talk about those people uh, <laughs> and i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are scared to eat carbohydrates. Let me let me let me say this to you. You know, God is absolutely amazing. You know, that's just the truth. Okay, He created us, uh, and He created us to function a certain way, right? So every everybody was a baby, and I'm sure every one of you can attest to that. We all were babies at one time. There's a standard process when you're a child. You have to hydrate. You have to do some movement. You have to get good sleep, and you have to eat every three hours. Here, here is the here is the catch um, on people when we get older. We start messing with that plan, and when we mess with that plan, we mess up God's creation. And when we mess up God's creation or His temple, then we suffer the consequences. Let me let me say this to those people who are afraid of carbs. 
if you are afraid of being afraid of carbs, it's like trying to drive your car without tires. I'm going to let you pause on that, because if there's anyone, I would love for you to give me a call right now. If you can drive your car anywhere without tires, carbohydrates are the vehicle that transport the protein needed for muscle repair to the muscle. If you reduce your carbohydrates, you're in trouble. If you eat too many carbohydrates, you're in trouble. The system is very, very simple, but yet difficult because when people are hit with the truth, they go back to their culture. They go back to, I can't, I love, uh, I need to lose weight. Uh, they have so many reasons. So the moment you start to eat clean, I remember Karen giving people programs. Karen struggles with arguing at the fact that they still want to do the same thing while seeking Karen's help. That is crazy to me. You know, it's almost like if you want to change your body, change your mind first. Because when you do that, that's what you're going to battle against. So remember, those who don't like carbs, you need them. You need them in order to get the muscle repair. Because if your carbohydrates are not there, you're literally, even though you're active, you're going to begin to lose muscle quality. It's called atrophy. That's muscle loss. And you want to you want to have muscle hypertrophy. That is what keeps you strong, keeps your bones strong. And remember the one muscle that needs that, that needs carbohydrates. That's your heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right because what it is is I'm just kind of appalled. I'm just I, I, I just shocked. Well, I shouldn't be shocked that. Um, we have not been able to figure out what to eat. And I just don't understand how did we survive all these years? Uh, we didn't know anything about calories. We didn't know anything about anything. Grandma. We Exactly. We, we, it's, it was pretty much needed to, to do eating. Yeah. Uh, people in the farmland or in the mountains or whatever, there was no technology then. Whatever, wherever they lived, they ate because they had to eat. They didn't count calories. They didn't say, oh, well, should I eat like 30 grams of protein with 20 grams of carbohydrate? They didn't do any of that. How, oh, how much fat should I get? Oh, my God. Oh, what's your my metabolism? Let me go on the fat, uh, fat counting or how much uh, percentage of fat I have. I mean, they just lived and they were actually much healthier than we are. Um, so there was no number, there was no blood test. I mean, they didn't do every year. Oh my God, what's my thyroid? What's my glucose? I'm like, I don't understand how we survived all this time. And that was not available. And I always tell people that we don't even think about getting a blood test because we are in control of our life. We know what we eat, we know how we sleep, we know what we do, and we can actually hear. We are very in tune with our body. We hear our body say, you know what, rest today, and we rest. Oh, you know, you might be coming down with a cold. Rest so you don't come down with a cold. Right. So you hear your body, but your body has to be open and your ears has to be open to hear it and i just don't get it how okay. we were not we are not being able to ah uh, whatever yeah, i'm just it. frustrated okay whatever okay, okay go ahead second leg second leg sleep <laughs> oh, <excuse me. laughs> sleep 
Um, well, I'm from Turkey, uh, I, and it, and in Turkey, um, people sleep really late. They wake up um, early to go to work. They kind of, I don't know how they survive, but they they, they suffer actually. So um, sleep is not about the seven or the eight hours. Actually, seven is better than eight, but it's when you sleep right. and how deep you sleep and that is all attached to what you eat at night and so the quality of sleep it's not well, just eight well, hours i have a question for you deep yeah. sleep how much mm. deep sleep should you have in the course of your sleep usually um the sleep cycle is an hour and a half an hour and a half a an deep hour and sleep? A half. Psych no wow. sleep cycle okay. you, it goes from you know, very light and the and then deep, and you come out, come out yeah. and then it so, ends. What we talking two, three hours? Uh, an hour and a half. Oh, hour and hour. then it goes a little. It's another an hour and a half, but the deep sleep starts getting shorter and yeah, shorter exactly, as a exactly, cycle. Exactly. So the best quality of deep sleep you're gonna get it's between ten and 2 a.m. Okay. And then from 2 a.m. you still get deep sleep, but it's so little, and then the growth hormone release and... So the uh, deep the sleep helps that growth hormone release. The deep right. sleep is extremely important. So so people think, you know, they go, oh my God, um, I get up in the middle of the night, I go to the bathroom, and my sleep is broken. Actually, no, because it's an hour and a half, an hour and a half cycles you really not really breaking your sleep you think that you're like you were deep sleep and you woke well, up you don't have to convince me of that because uh <laughs> tell tell the story about today yes last night <laughs> me i don't like to be interrupted in my sleep for 23 years i'm still trying to figure out the podcast which just says know your worth right <laughs> well my wife has a unique talent uh, what she does is she can actually Get up, literally. This is this is how it went last night. I'm boy, I'm I'm pumping in that sleep, man. I think I had almost eight hours good quality sleep, deep sleep, because I, I I measure my sleep cycle. And um, when uh, she, I, I heard, you know, I don't like to open up my eyes because if I open up my eyes, I'm screwed. It's hard for me to go back to sleep because that's my reality, you know. Oh my God, you are Yeah. Well, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> shout out to those 60 and over, all right. Anyway, um, so I'm sleeping in the bed, and all of a sudden, because it was windy here in Vegas, right? So I hear she's got the windows open, you know, the ceiling fan on, you know, and, you know, you know, after breathing air like that, sometimes my nostril, I think my left nostril is just like, it's a gateway direct to my brain. So when I'm breathing, it kind of freezes my brain like a brain freeze, you know? So I hear the thing go. Now that's the little thing on the blind that's hit. So I I, I, I I hear that. So I'm good. So I'm trying to think about something nice because, you know, being a soldier, you hear all kind of stuff, right? But you can sleep. Then I heard, and she's tiny anyway, but I know when she leaves the bed. So then I heard, and little feet, right? And I'm going, what is she doing? I think this was probably about <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, something like that, two o'clock. So she's around. I'm going, oh man, I got my eyes closed. I said, I know she'll be about. She probably going to the bathroom. But my ears told me that's not where she's going. 
Then I heard the door open. I go, I hear it out there again, man. And now she's checking on my son. Then I heard, now there's a windows are open. I'm going, what is going on? And then finally, I just opened my eyes and said, honey, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. And then I get the cover and roll over. In a matter of seconds, I turn back. This woman is asleep. And I'm awake. And that sucks. I mean, she literally, this whatever cycle she's talking about, she's in that cycle. Because she woke up this morning with, you know how you wake up and you got that crease in your head from <laughs> this woman fell right back to sleep, jumped up at what, 5.30 love? 5.30? 5. 5 o'clock this morning? And I and I had to do an extra hour and a half. I don't get it, but for 23 years I can tell you that this woman has been spot on, man. Sometimes I, so much so that she, I aggravate her. I said, honey, what time are you getting up? She said, no, you keep asking me that. You know, 5 a.m. Yeah, she does. So you guys say that's true. And this, I don't know if you've got any anybody out there that can sleep like that, but boy, you definitely have a gift. Well, sleep is is really important, yeah. and I, uh, you know, even though, and, and that this is where also the emotional well-being part comes in, and because that emotional well-being will affect your your that's sleep. That's, no, number that's number four. Two. But I'm just going to add. Well, let's it, go to number. Let's keep it in order because we don't want to lose it. So we're still on the sleep, right? Well, we, I, it is all for with the sleep. Emotional well-being will affect your sleep, meaning it can have. We can, you know, we have lived uh, disasters or bad news yeah. or problems, yeah. but you know, because we have faith and we trust God and all that stuff, and we know how to handle, and mm -hmm. and we say, okay. If I cry or I can't sleep tomorrow, nothing is going to change. So might as well. So I can fall asleep yeah. still. That emotional well-being plays a big part right. how you handle problems mm -hmm. on your sleep. Because I know people yeah. that their bad things happen. They can't sleep all night. Uh, yeah, that's what. You understand what I mean? It's an all so hand to what hand. Was that, what was that third one in love? Exercise. Oh, yeah. That's what we all do, huh? Well, we all say, hey, I did 10,000 steps. I go, okay, but that's not exercise. That's just a thing to do, like breathing. You need to <laughs> walk. That, oh, I went walking in the morning. Okay, unless you're like two, 300 pounds, walking is a great exercise because the fact that to just carry that body weight, it's a different story. I'm talking about an exercise that works your body weight actually body weight exercise yeah. and your muscles right. at the same time it's like you know special shout out to my father-in-law uh, uh garo i mean he's 90 what 98 90. no 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 please don't exaggerate <laughs> Look, 90. listen 90. i still have to try to catch up with him he puts his hand behind his back and he just, just goes and i and he don't even look back so i'm i'm like almost running Behind him, and my mother-in-law, she was she seven, seventy-eight. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Wakes up every morning five. She wakes up at five o'clock in the morning. One time, I saw her. Now, my mother-in-law, bless her heart, Shana. I hope you're listening because you know this is your son-in-law. You're my mom. You know, I'm just uh, having an opportunity to tell the world about you. She gets up at five o'clock, right? I'm banned from the kitchen. 
So she gets up. I try to outdo her. I can't. So I, I sleep in when she's here. So I do what she's supposed to do is rest. By the time I wake up, she's in washed every blind, every window. She's on the floor, yeah. wiping and cleaning the floor. Then she's washing the dishes style. at the same time. She's literally preparing breakfast. And she's preparing for the dinner meal as well so that we can all sit together and have dinner. Now, this is this is a religious thing for her. She is so passionate about family, you know, and love and care. I mean, you're not going to tell Shauna to sit down because she's going to look at you and go, <sighs> And that's it of that. Well, you know, but just to let you know, yeah. uh, before I met you, of course, I started my profession. 28 years it's been. But 25 years ago, I have changed her supplementation yeah. and her eating. Because I remember when she started. So, yeah. so that is why also she's able to do all what she does. And she has the same way. Exactly. And she takes, he, he also does a supplementation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it was harder with him because he's older. He's so set in his ways. He's set in his ways. But exercise. See, talk about um, the timing because everybody loves exercising at night. Nah. Uh, let's talk about why we don't recommend it. Well, because, you know, if usually if I'm working out at night, usually it's before 8 o'clock. Right. Uh, but I have to take into account, you know, my food intake, my workload, things like that, because a tired body trying to exercise at night can also affect your sleep pattern. But um, when you exercise, your exercise should only last between 20 and 30 minutes. Let me tell you why. Exercise is hard work. Not giving or taking anything away from it. It's hard work. It's a time where you're traveling this journey with the body that God has given you. Now, depending on the size, shape, height, width, whatever the case might be, uh, which will equal out to your uh, exercise uh, abilities, um, <clears throat> what happens is, is that you go into the gym, and the moment you begin to exercise, your body oftentimes exceeds temperatures of 100 to 103 degrees. That simply means that's what causes the body to sweat, to bring down its core temperature. The, the muscles, the tissues begin to tear and rip and blood seeps through there. That's why you turn red. The muscle cells, the fibers begin to get sacrificed during that exercise. This is exercise, okay? As you're sweating, the body's trying to control your core temperature so you won't go into a stroke or an aneurysm. Now, here's why people have heart attacks and strokes when they exercise, and they usually have them at home at night because you're no longer in that active state and the body is resting it wants to rest, but now it's catching up. And so what you created in the gym by staying in there for an hour, two hours, three hours is going to get you when you sleep. And then your recovery rate is not going to happen. And then you, you're going to think that if I don't eat carbs or if I go on this keto or whatever, there's so many types of ways to eat out there. It's so confusing. Um, when you're thinking about all of that, you're not thinking about the body needing 1,500 to 2,500 calories just to survive you in that day because it's still working even though you're not active. So even if you're drinking a half a gallon of water or seven or eight liters or whatever, you, you add your workout water intake to that too. So how much is enough? It depends on your workload. It depends on your activity. But you exercise is 20 to 30 minutes. For 40 minutes in my class yesterday, a young man burned over 900 calories. 
That's 40 minutes of non-stop work. Why? Because when he comes to my class, he works. Everyone works. I said, listen, all I need is you to survive. I'll create the atmosphere where you survive. Whether you make it through everything or not, you fight. It's the fight. And for 40 minutes, that young man burned over 900 calories. Now, that's not counting his afterburn. An hour after class, he was over 200 calories. And that was after the stimulation. So the goal to exercise is to ignite the body. It's the same as putting your key into your car. Just because you put your key into the ignition doesn't mean the car starts. When you exercise, it's putting the key into the ignition. When you turn the key or when you complete the exercise, depending on what exercise and the time you put in, when you turn it, the car starts and takes you to your destination. That's how the, the calorie burn, 20 to 30 minutes and the afterburn, after you finish, this is so much more important than just being active. Well, let me add to that. Um, exercise is the third leg, and usually people say, "But well, I'm active, uh, but they don't eat well or they don't sleep well." So I always have it exercise the third. It's never the first. The reason why is exercise is a stress to the body. It can be a good stress to the body that changes you. It can be a horrible stress to your body. It depends how you take care of the vehicle. Number one, you need clean fuel because if you're not, then the body already stressed out without the exercise, let alone you just going to say, please do this extra and the body is going to say, sorry. But the body doesn't say sorry. The body starts eating itself. And by the time you hear the sorry part, uh, you, it's too late. Right. Number two is you can exercise. Okay, let's say you're eating amazing but, um, and you're exercising all the right ways. But you're not getting that deep sleep and you're not sleeping the way you are supposed to. Automatically, the body is never, ever repairing from the stress that it took. So automatically, then you start breaking down again because it's never you never catch that repair. If you miss one night, you miss one night. You're not going to get it when you take a nap. You're not going to do double repair the next evening. Right. So the repair part is extremely important. So it's clean eating plus the sleeping, then you're ready for exercise. Um, so that's what I want to add. But we also recommend um, recommend that it would be a morning exercise before you start the day. And there's different reasons for that, which we'll get into it another yeah, time. Yeah. So the fourth leg is emotional well-being. Yeah, but you added that to sleep. Right. Only just one thing about the emotional mm -hmm. well-being. Yeah. Uh, the doctor says, you know, hey, you know what? You have to lower your stress level. And I always say there's no such a world. You, you, if you're breathing, you have stress, that different stresses. It's not about being away from stress. It's getting, which I call the terrain, which is your body, being able to handle the stress so it doesn't in your body and change your hormonal level. So stress comes, should bounce your body and not being able to infiltrate in and make 
horrible stuff, the, all the hormones and the stress hormones and all that stuff. So, so that's the four legs of real health. That was pretty good to understand. Um, pretty good. So, um, if you guys have any more questions or anything about anything in the future, any subjects that you really want to talk about, email. Uh, you can email me at thill6470 at gmail.com or karen at theburnfitness.com. You can also do Tony at theburnfitness.com as well. Um, the thill6470 at gmail.com is a direct line to my telephone so that I can get it right away. Um, so with that, what we're going to do is we're going to conclude, huh, honey? Yes. And uh, we want to like to thank everyone, especially those that are watching. If you actually want to see us do the podcast at the same time, uh, please let us know what you would like and the subject you'd like to talk about. And on the next podcast, uh, we will give you uh, that information if possible. Also, uh, we will have a podcast schedule so you'll know when to tune in on us at the exact time. I think what? 12 o'clock on Thursday. 12 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, 12 o'clock on Thursdays will be this. We'll be on together. And we, and of East, course. We'll, we'll have guests. Uh, and keep in mind, this is a real talk, real people. And so we just want to be real with you guys about what's going on. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. And uh, the most important part is we've been doing it together for approximately 23 years. Yeah. By God's grace and his mercy and his favor. Uh, so, my name is Tony Hill, and <laughs> my name is Karen Hill. Fit and strong show. Be always, always, always know your, your worth. worth. See you next See you time. Bye bye.